Welcome to episode number three of the Truth and Dare podcast. In this week's episode, we're jamming on morning routines. We're going to talk about what we like to do and how to cultivate a morning routine for yourself. And then we'll wrap up with an epic worksheet that's going to help you kickstart the process of figuring out your own morning routine. So just like morning routines should be, we promise we're going to keep this short, sweet, and straight to the point. Welcome to Truth and Dare, a podcast dedicated to female empowerment through living our truth and daring to change. Here at Truth and Dare, we want to get real, real about what scares us, what moves us, and how to navigate everything in between. We're not experts on anything, but we're inspired by almost everything. We're so stoked you made it here and are willing to join the conversation. While it's great just the two of us, it's so much better when we're in it together. Okay. Hi, everyone. Before we get started on today's episode, Allie, my co-host over there, or as I like to call you sometimes, Miss Polly Planner, <laughs> this seems like a very <laughs> fitting episode for you. Uh, why don't you tell everybody why morning routines are so important to you? Okay. So what's up, guys? Hello. Morning routines are... So important to me, but first let me just say that they're also this sparkly unicorn that I constantly want to manifest in my life. However, I'm constantly chasing it. So there's never a right or wrong. There's never like I've figured out the specific formula to have the most badass epic morning routine. But anyway, why they're important to me, which was the original question. (laughs) They're important to me because starting off my day on the right foot, feeling energized, grounded, like I've actually accomplished something before I step out the door is just a game changer when it comes to the rest of my day unfolding. So I can instantly recognize the difference between a day where I've rushed around like a chicken, I chugged some coffee and got in my car, or I allowed myself to slowly wake up you know, do a couple yoga stretches, drink coffee or tea or lemon water, wrote in my gratitude journal. So those kind of things, when I do that, everything just unfolds so much better. So yeah, we're going to jam more on that. But Carly, tell me, what's your morning routine like? Is it like a unicorn for you too? (laughs) I wish. Like, so this is so fitting for me to talk about right now because as I'm recording this, I'm sitting in my childhood bedroom um, visiting my parents for the holidays. And like, holy shit, my routine. I don't even have a routine right now. What is I'm a routine? Like, I don't even, like, I'm, I've done absolutely nothing like healthy or productive in the morning for the past, I don't know, five days at this point. So... <laughs> <laughs> which is besides like okay around my parents house which is it's been really nice but I think I just need this to also kickstart my own morning routine so when I'm not at home or visiting my parents home I should say I usually set my alarm early like an hour and a half before I need to leave the house or maybe two hours or maybe more this is for a couple of reasons number one as Ali knows I am legitimately the slowest person in the world. It's insanity, <laughs> you guys. Like, I can't – she is a sloth slash turtle. And if you try to fuck with her in the morning or any time to hurry up, 
then she turns into a dragon. So you just have to let Carly have all the time in the world. So it's, like, it's, it's so necessary for her to get up two hours early. That's like two really extreme spirit animals, like the sloth <laughs> and the dragon all at once. All right. Sorry. It's not a joke. Go on. Anyway. Go on. So like I know myself and I have to have a lot of time. Number two, I hate being rushed because as Ali said, I'm a sloth dragon, and so, like, I can't get ready in 15 minutes like my boyfriend can. It blows my mind. I don't understand it. <laughs> so I wake up. I'm going to give you the rundown. I wake up, and I chug a glass of water straight away, room temperature water, just to, like, flush out my system because I also drink a ton of water, and I'm so freaking thirsty in the morning, and I know I've read a million times that – we should definitely be drinking water right when we wake up. So like shout out to all the health blogs that I read that on. So I try to do it. <laughs> then I always drink a, a warm lemon water. It's a habit I started a few years ago, probably with you, Allie, when we were traveling. But it just, you know, kickstarts your digestion, gives me a little bit of energy. And I've just, I started to crave it over time. And then usually after that, of course, I'll make coffee because like I am, you know, a human. <laughs> I need caffeine. So, sorry. And I I'm addicted. Out, but it's so damn hard. It's so like, damn good. That's why. God. Maybe we'll talk about trying to eliminate caffeine another time. But um, that'll be interesting. Right. <laughs> if I'm having like the perfect morning after I have multiple liquids, which I just talked about. <laughs> I really like to get out my journal for like just a couple of minutes and write down a few sentences of what I'm expecting for the day ahead, how I'm feeling, how I slept, and sort of like an intention setting moment for myself. Um, this is something I started doing back in like September, August or September. And it's crazy to me how much I've craved the habit of that. So I write a couple sentences in my journal and I try to sit in some silence for like five minutes after I write it. So that's sort of my tune in time, my meditation time. There's an awesome app that I love called Insight Timer, which has like hundreds of guided meditations all in different themes. We can put a link to it in the show notes, but you can find really good like two or three minute morning meditations. I've heard of that app. I see it buzzing all over social media and I have not used it yet. So... Oh, you got to get on it. I'm not in trend. (laughs) I need to get with the time. I know. I keep seeing it everywhere. So this will be my Kickstarter to try it too. It's probably the best guided meditation app that I've found. And I like to experiment with them a lot. Like better than Deepak and Oprah? No, but never. Never. (laughs) (laughs) But Deepak and Oprah, they're not around all the time. Like those are only released like monthly. I know. Yeah. You got to fill the gaps. I know. But anyway, so I take some time to meditate and just like focus on my intentions and clear the space for the day. After that, I will grab the beautiful caffeine that I made and I will try to tap into some work or, you know, if I need to do some writing, this is the time my brain is the freshest in the morning. Even though I'm a sloth, like I sloth my way into an active brain and I work I work so well right when I wake up. I think my creativity is at its best and my focus is at its best. So this is around the time that I'll do some writing. I'll do some work like for the podcast or alternatively, I'll use this time to work out. 
in the morning. I like to work out before work. I think that's super important to me. I'm not good at working out at night. And then by the time I've worked out or done some actual work, I basically have zero time to get ready, which is fine because I live in bumfuck nowhere, Maine. So I just like run around, wash my face, brush my teeth, pull together breakfast that I usually meal prep, like some oats or quinoa or something that I can like mix together real quick and um, eat and take in the car, which is probably not the best. (laughs) (laughs) On the snowy, icy roads of Maine. (laughs) I always meal prep my breakfast though. Like I always, I mean, not always, but I usually have some oats or some type of grain that I can throw Mm, together. And we will link in the show notes to some recipes because I know people are probably like, but what do you eat? So I don't meal prep my breakfast. So I would love to also know what you're doing. So we will definitely link into the show notes to some really great recipes for you guys. Yes, absolutely. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then I'm out the door. Like I also try to sneak some news in there at some point because I'm also like sort of a news junkie and a political junkie in my as one of my hobbies. So I like to get a little blast of what's going on in the world at some point. So yeah, I know that was jumbled. I don't know if it made any sense, but that's kind of what my morning what my mornings are like lately. So no, it made total sense. So. I imagine though, that's like your routine when everything is falling into place and you've had the perfect amount of time, right? Like that doesn't happen every morning. Oh God, no, like absolutely not. Lately, I've done absolutely none of that. I've just like chugged coffee and like hoped for the best. (laughs) (laughs) So that's like perfect dream life and life isn't a perfect dream. So maybe I just manifested my perfect morning. Yeah. I don't know. I I think you have. (laughs) I think I did. Allie, what about you? What's, uh, what do you do in the morning? Okay. So I'm going to give you my unicorn manifestation morning routine too. And I would say this happens about twice a week and then certain aspects of it happen every day. So Allie wakes up (laughs) and I- Speaking to herself in the third person. (laughs) Listen, I'm manifesting right now. Allie wakes up. And just like Carly, I also chug water. I think I am a camel. I think I'm part camel because of how much water I drink on a daily basis. So water gets chugged. I have totally, <laughs> then I definitely pee. Oh, of course. Actually, I pee and then I chug. But that's never, that's here nor there. But I've <laughs> lost my lemon water routine, which I did start with you in Italy. And I just, I don't know. I'm just being lazy about it. I'm like, fuck, I have to cut a lemon and heat up some water. Like that just, I'll just skip to the coffee. So (laughs) that is something I've written down that I would like to start doing again because it is so good for your digestive system. And then I go into the bathroom and I do a really simple Ayurvedic cleansing ritual, which is you splash cold water on your face You then rub your ears with the cold water. You gently rub your eyeballs with your eyes closed with some cold water. And then you just splash some water in your mouth. You don't swallow it. There is an actual name for that. And I can't think of it, but um, yeah, it's something I learned in my yoga teacher training and it just instantly awakens all my senses. It feels so good. From there, I will usually quickly brush my teeth and then really wash my face so that the next two hours of my morning, I don't feel like I have frog breath. Um, and then this happens or it doesn't happen. I will get on my yoga mat and do five to 20 minutes of stretching in no way, shape or form is my morning yoga, like a workout vinyasa based yoga. It is purely restorative 
soft, supple stretching. Every now and then maybe the breathing gets intense, but rarely. And if I do make it to my mat, I like to see all that morning practice with five to 10 breaths. And that's my only form of meditation. So that's another thing I'd like to work on, but that'll be another episode. From there, I grab my cup of coffee and I sit down on the couch and I create. And what I mean by create is I work on stuff for the journey junkie. I'm currently in the process of writing out a really big program that like Carly said, my brain is on in the mornings. And that is when I am the most focused, the most energized by my creative juices. And I can really just get into the flow. So this is like my, I call it like the magical morning moment type situation where words just start to flow through me and I'm just so on point. So that this is when I create the most like intense stuff I need to do is in the morning. And then if I can remember, I'll jot down in my gratitude notebook, some things that I just want to reflect on from the day before and the day coming ahead. And then just like Carly, I run around like a fucking chicken for the last like 15 (laughs) Literally, sometimes I'm getting in the shower with 20 minutes left and I'm walking out the door with sopping wet hair. Yes, me too. <laughs> because listen, the other stuff is way more important than what my hair looks like, how much makeup I have on or the outfit I wear. And I know that is not uh, relatable for everyone because you might have a job where you need to like dress the part. But I'm fortunate enough that even though I work for L'Oreal right now, you know, I just sit in a damn cube. So I'm not dressing up for that cube. Like totally. Yes. Fuck no. So everything else is way more important in my life than looking good when I walk out the door. So those last 15 to 20 minutes are definitely chicken with a head cut off, which probably isn't the most healthy thing. But for right now, it's what's important and what makes the most sense. So with that said, we both just laid out, you know, the perfect morning of what we like to achieve, but we know you are probably thinking like, okay, I don't have, like that's like a two hour window of time for me that all that happens. And realistically, I know many of the people that are tuning in have kids, they have pets, they have long ass commutes. Um, They have to be at work at like seven or 8 a.m. And so the idea of doing all that in the morning is bullshit. And we understand that. So Real quick, we just want to give out some advice on how best to manifest your morning routine and then actually follow up with action. So doing the morning routine and I'll hand it over to Carl. Give us a few tips, babe. How can people start this process? Yeah. Awesome. I think the best way to start is we just want to encourage you to think about what your morning must-haves are. Like, What are the things that are going to fuel you and totally inspire you and wake you up for your day ahead. So I think the first way to figure out what you need to have is to eliminate what you don't need to have. So I would say, think about first what's weighing you down instead of lifting you up. Like what's that thing in the morning? Like maybe you're just sort of like sitting around and watching TV while you're trying to get ready Or maybe you're scrolling on your phone for a long time and kind of like in the trap of checking your social media right when you wake up or getting trapped in your phone. Whatever it is, I think you should just identify it and then just happily delete it from your morning routine. (laughs) First step, just say like, okay, goodbye, you're out of here. Ciao. (laughs) Ciao. And then the next, I would say just, you know, get out your journal or your planner or whatever it is and just think about a few things that you want to add to your morning before your day starts to get hectic and just, um, you know, be creative and 
say whatever you want, throw it all out there. It doesn't matter. You're not going to do it all at once. But I think uh, kind of what we were talking about earlier, the first step is really um, manifesting that perfection for yourself. So I would use that time to just think of anything that comes to your mind and put it on paper and send it out there. What is your perfect morning and what are you deleting from your morning? That's my first step of advice. I dig that. And I remember hearing from Rachel Brathen, yoga girl is what she's known as in the social media realm, that she has this rule for herself. And we all know she's like, if you don't know her, please introduce yourself to her. But aside from that, she's a social media goddess. And she said that in her mornings, she doesn't check her phone before 10 a.m., which is pretty late in the day, I think, for a lot of people to check it. Yeah, because she's so in the social media world that I think she said her mornings have to be really grounded and she can't open herself up to that world without first doing her morning routine, drinking a cup of tea, writing in a journal, reading a book, going for a walk on the beach. So I love that. And I think if all of us could just say to ourselves, I'm not going to open my phone before 8 a.m., how much time would be cleared up in your life to actually manifest and do some of these rituals that we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. It's like make it a non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to do that. I love it. So I love that. Um, I think the first step to doing that for most of us is not sleeping with our phones in the room. So get an alarm clock. It's not expensive and charge your phone outside of the bedroom so that you're not inclined to roll over and be like, let me check my phone. (laughs) And also so you're not staring straight into that bright ass light right when you wake up. It's so unhealthy for our eyes. So just to continue on with that tip Carly gave us, I think for me, my advice to you is really just piggybacking off of what Carly said, deleting what's not making you happy from your life, or at least recognizing, maybe not deleting completely right away, but slowly backing away from those things. And then writing down the non-negotiables, the must-haves, what fuels your soul, what ignites you, what f- makes you feel passionate, and it's going to help you know, catapult you into a day of productivity and fulfillment and enjoyment and happiness. And then starting really small. So I think I know that I get carried away and I write out this like beautiful, like I said, the unicorn morning and then it doesn't happen. And I get really, you know, annoyed, I think with myself and frustrated. And then I just revert back to laying in bed and scrolling through social media. And I think if we can just be a little bit more gentle with ourselves and establish one or two things that will make us happy and work on them for two or three months consistently to the point where it's like a hardened habit, like brushing your teeth, then we can start to layer in maybe one or two more. And maybe in a year we'll be doing that magical morning routine, you know, or maybe we won't, who gives a shit. But I think just like anything in life, baby steps, start small, identify what makes you happy and work from there. So we have a few ideas for you guys. Carly, what are some of our ideas for the morning? Yeah. So for the morning, I think a few simple things are to incorporate some movement first off. Um, If you have a little bit of time, like Ali said, she likes to sit and stretch. I said sometimes I like to do a workout. Uh, Maybe it's going for a walk or taking a jog or just like sitting on your porch. If you have, if you're in a climate where that's where you're capable of doing that. And um, just maybe like having having a little bit of movement in the morning, I think, is a great way to get started with something different and something that's going to make you feel good. 
Definitely. I'm super hopped up on, so is Carly, eating a badass breakfast. I absolutely 100% think that your entire day of eating layers on the fact of whether or not you eat breakfast. So like, I'm just a huge breakfast freak. Um, me too. I love it so much. I love it. Just ugh, like it makes me feel so good. Like I'm one of the people who make some, like some kind of bready thing every morning. So I'm either putting peanut butter to- on toast, avocado on toast, or I'm making a fried egg on toast. Like I have to have a wholesome, real breakfast, or I'm making a big ass smoothie. So yes, Ali, you should give us in the show notes your favorite toast breakfast recipes. Ooh. Yeah, we'll list some of those out too. Yeah, Um, that sounds good. I think in addition to having a badass breakfast, you know, I go back to what you want to do in the morning. So do you are you do you want to read more in your life? So is this the time to sit down and read a chapter in a book? Do you want to journal more in your life? Is this the time to express yourself more in a personal sacred space? Do you want to connect with your partner more and have morning sex? Hello, men. Uh, that's how me and Carly feel about morning sex, but we know that it was invented by men. So you're welcome. You're welcome men out there. (laughs) You know, I know a lot of women are like, fuck that. I'm not having morning sex, but sometimes you just got to do what you got to do to, to make your man happy. Carly, you wrote in here, (laughs) pet your cat for five minutes. (laughs) Okay, first of all, I'm you don't even have a cat. I but I love cats. <laughs> I fucking hate cats. I know. Allie fucking hates cats, but I like cats. And to all you cat people out there, <laughs> hey, like I, I get you. I like dogs too, but you know, maybe you're gonna have morning sex, or maybe you just want to spend time with your pet. I I've read that petting and playing with animals releases all of these endorphins and it like really makes you happier. So I think being around like your cute fluffy pet is a great thing to do in the morning. Um, I agree. If you're going to, if you were, if I would say pet your dog, I'd be all for it. So she's so, that's so judgmental. It's very biased. I know. (laughs) Okay. But to wrap up all of our advice, like we mentioned in the beginning of the episode, we will have an epic worksheet in the show notes that you can download and start to use to cultivate your morning rituals and routine. I ha- We highly suggest that you go there and use it. And Definitely. Then- the, the worksheet is going to help you sort of like sort through um, what matters to you and what doesn't. I know we've thrown a lot of random shit out there and that's kind of what, you know, how mornings are. Everybody's different. So I think the worksheet's really good for helping, um, you navigate through all of those ideas and it's going to really help you get clear, which is really important. I concur. So let's wrap this episode up, Carl. What do you say? Yeah, I think it's just important to, you know, just remember ladies, think about what resonates with you right now. Maybe it's something we've mentioned. Maybe it hasn't. And just like ditch the rest. You don't have to take all of our advice because living your truth is about showing up exactly where you are, exactly how you are, and starting to live completely authentically from that point. So don't be anything that you're not. Keep it simple and just work your way up. You know, we're all in this together. Like I said, some days I'm slamming coffee and watching the news for five minutes. And then other days I'm literally pretending I'm Deepak Chopra. It doesn't matter. It's just about how quickly we snap out of it and come back to our truth and how, and doing that over and over again leads us to being the best versions of who we are. 
So yeah. I love that. Just a quick reminder, if you love what you're hearing on this podcast, and we really hope you do, remember to join the conversation. What that means is head over to our website, truthanddaremovement.com, sign up to receive our newsletter. As much as we love talking with you here, we also want to connect with you online. When you sign up, you're going to receive a beautiful welcome package, tons of free shit that's going to help you continue embarking on this journey of living your truth and daring to change. So please jump over there when you can. Also, don't forget, you can connect with us on social media at Truth and Dare Movement. We'll be back next week with another episode. And thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.